Welcome to the Happy Home Sale Podcast with me, Natalie Evans. In this weekly podcast, I speak to homeowners and experts from different industries to share real life stories and inspiring advice to show you how you can make your home selling journey one of bliss, happiness, joy, and staggering success. Today's podcast is all about new homes, where to find a trusted developer, how to choose the right home off of plan, and what buying off plan even means. I'm joined by Melanie Finlay, the sales and marketing manager of leading South Coast property developer, Imperial Homes. Imperial Homes have completed outstanding new home developments throughout the South Coast since 2013, with everything from urban apartment complexes to individual coastal and country homes. Their relentless attention to both service and product really has secured them an exceptional reputation, which is why we are delighted today to be joined by Melanie. Along with being full of amazing tips to help you get the best experience from your new home purchase, Melanie is genuinely one of the nicest people that I have met in property. I can't wait to introduce her to you all. Melanie, hello. Hello, thank you for that. Oh, thank you so much for coming to be part of the Happy Home Sale podcast. Honestly, we've been kind of back and forth connecting on email and social media and stalking each other on social a little bit for quite a while. (laughs) But we only really got to meet in person over at one of your properties in Winchester before it had been launched. Yeah, I think you came down to have a look around it when it was a pretty nasty looking shell. And now it's beautiful. Oh, I'm so glad. And do you know what? From I'm going to sound like a total like fangirl stalker now. When we met, I genuinely thought for someone in like this crazy, fierce property world, you really have this really kind, welcoming manner. And you were just so engaging that I knew that we were going to get on like a house on fire. And I knew that I needed you. I knew I needed (laughs) you to come on the podcast to really help kind of... (laughs) Bring some of your beautiful soul to like the new home build buying process. Oh, well, hopefully I can. And hopefully I can make people believe it's nowhere near as bad as maybe it's portrayed. Oh, completely. And I think that's it is people go into the journey of buying and selling a property from a real position of fear. And you must see that because being the sales and marketing manager, you must come across so many different homeowners in different walks of life and different situations. Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing is it's coming from a level of no trust. Um, you maybe see us as salespeople, um, which we actually don't. We see ourselves more as part of the journey. We can spend up to three years with clients. Three years? Yeah, so if they purchase off plan, we could be at least a year before they move in. And then they have their two-year warranty. Um, So yeah, it could be three years. Yeah. So you really are, as a developer, part of their whole journey. It's just, it's it's not a case of them find the house, they move in and that's it. Yeah, we we meet the family. We meet the extended family, um, the dogs, the children, um, their parents, um, all sorts of relatives. So we become part of the biggest purchase of their life. And it is actually a real honour to be part of that. Yeah. 
No, absolutely. And I think I would love to say that that rings true for every developer out there in the UK and in the world, but I don't think that's the case. I think that sometimes there are developers like yourself who are so client-centric. So I've taken a bit of time before our podcast to jump on, have a look at the Imperial Homes website, and you make it really clear about kind of the process of buying and actually what the expectations are for the service that you offer. And you guys have kind of really high expectations of yourselves and what you deliver yes. to your clients. And I would love to say that's the same for every developer, but there there may be times in the past where people have bought properties and not necessarily had great new build experience that have tarnished their their whole journey. And that's yeah. the horror stories that you have to overcome, I guess, with your role. You do. I think it's not even necessarily down to the developer. I think it's down to the staff. And I think it's down to the management to pick the right staff to manage the right development. I think it's down to the project managers or construction managers to find the right site manager. We have some great site managers that will hold their hands up to the fact that they're brilliant at building to the roof. They like the externals, they like all the groundworks, but they don't enjoy the detail. So when it gets to that stage, we'll swap site manager and we'll put one in place that is great at the internals, takes time, care, attention to make sure the property is beautiful. And some bigger developers do that, but they have different time constraints to us. Yeah. And just that communication, because I think the thing that I get from you, you are, as you've said, part of that client's journey from the moment they've said, I might be interested in a property and make that initial inquiry right through to them kind of having been in that property for years and giving them all of the updates and reassurance throughout the whole process. Communication must be just so very important. I mean, it starts even before someone realizes they want a property from us. It starts right from our social media. It starts from our website. And then it goes through to the staff they meet along the journey. Uh, We have a system in place here where before the client goes too far in the process, they come in to see us. We explain all of the plans. We go through the whole process, the whole buying process. So they know what we expect of them. And we can learn about their Um, past experiences we learn if they've bought new build before we know to the level of how much we have to handhold Um, we also learn a lot about the type of person they are and we can change our way of dealing with them in um, to suit that you might have somebody who's fact orientated that just wants me to give them the basics and that's it and that's huge and I think being able to tailor the way that you having that awareness for you as a developer of what your client needs and their personality and how they want to be spoken to and what they need to get the very best out of their journey is such an amazing consideration to have. And I think for somebody going on the journey of looking for a new property, it's really key for them to make sure that they're finding the right developer partner to be able to to give them what they need. So in relation to developers, I know we we briefly talked about this the other day, like how would you recommend people find the right kind of developer for them? So if people aren't within the area and they said, you know, I think I'd like to explore getting a new build, where would they start? I think the biggest thing is it's not so much the developer. It's down to looking at an area, looking at who's available and then visiting the site. Um, we don't have salespeople on our developments, but you can instantly get a feel even just from walking past. 
Um, then it's taking time to meet various staff members. Um, I know when I've worked for national builders before, it's been really important for clients to meet the site manager. I'm selling you the property, but I'm not building it. So you have to have a level of trust. Yeah, completely. If you're buying a property that you know is being built for you, and like, especially I'm putting myself in that situation, I've got my three young little ones. And could you imagine if we kind of said we'd met the, put on the high-vis jackets and the hard hats and actually went on site to see where it is and the foundations going down and the kitchen going in. That is such a fun part of the journey. And I think- It really is. It's something that when people are buying a new home, they're buying that whole experience. They're having a property that is created for them and making them feel part of that journey is so, so very important. It really is. I mean, we make sure at Imperial that every two weeks the client gets an update. So they have a photograph of their property. They have a little bit of a breakdown as to what's been going on on site. Um, so they are part of that journey, regardless of where they live, if they're local, um, if they're miles away, they get to see how things are working out on site for them. Yeah, and that's so exciting for them to receive that update. It's really helping to feed into that journey of like actually buying your home is such an exciting, empowering time, especially when you know, having all of these updates, seeing the photos and knowing that everything that they're putting their mind towards and their dream is really happening. And that's amazing. That is amazing. It's just making it really personal for them. Yeah. Um, and it's building that trust. Mm. Yeah, definitely. In handing over a lot of money for a house, you have to have a level of interest in me and the business. Yeah, completely. And I think it can be very difficult, kind of regardless of where you work within the property industry, there are processes and structures that have to take place to be able to ultimately transfer the ownership of a property from one person to the next. But making it personable, making it more approachable, making it friendly and warm takes away that scare factor. Yes. Um, one of the number one questions that I've had on social media when I've reached out to people and asked about kind of their experience of buying new homes and if they'd buy a new home is that they're scared because the process is different to buying a resale property. Is it much different? Um, I've never worked in the resale industry, but I think it's the time. You purchase a property if it was at foundation level and you could be waiting nine months. So the actual conveyancing process itself is not that different. Um, you don't have to deal with a vendor, but you deal with us. Um, maybe we make that process a little bit easier. There's more information readily available about the new property you're buying. Um, but it's the time. It's learning to have a little bit of patience um, and understanding that there are delays on site. That's the hardest thing. Yeah, but I guess that's where once they've got trust in their developer, they've got like you as their contact or somebody else within their development company. They they know they've got somebody on their side who yes. is, they trust to be giving them the right information. And when they're getting those regular updates, I suppose it helps to buffer that fear of the unknown. Yeah, we think so. I think it's um how open we are. The fact that we have the working drawings for them to look at, we'll take people on site as much as possible. Those regular updates, the photographs aren't the prettiest of things. Uh, they're often all oh, what's and all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think that's so exciting because 
it is part of the journey. They, you know, I can imagine there are people who want to keep all of the albums or especially with Instagram being so hot with the before and after and interiors accounts. People want to see the foundations. They want to see the windows going in. They want to see the plasterboard being put on. All the things that we would have hidden before. Everybody wants. Yeah. I think it sort of takes the lid off of the behind the scenes, doesn't it? And we have some great clients that have got their own Instagrams for their imperial homes. Oh, wow. Have they? They are amazing. And it's a real pleasure to sort of see them from the other side of their journey. Yeah. And it must be amazing for you to know you have played such a key role in getting them to where they want to be. Yes. It's the best part of my job. No, absolutely. So with the process then of buying a new build property, you say obviously it's a longer process because obviously it's got to be built. Do most people buy off of plan or do they buy new build properties once they are already built and ready to go? I think it very much depends on the area um, and it depends on the buyer. A lot of first-time buyers are quite nervous. Even some second-time buyers are nervous. It's how imaginative you are and how good you are at visualizing a space. Show homes help. We don't always have that luxury. Uh, Where we're a smaller developer, our sites can sometimes only be four on a development. But we try to make that process as easy as possible. Yeah, because it is difficult. I mean, I know from the staging side and working with my clients to put together the show homes or staging properties that are about to hit the market, the people can't necessarily visualize the use of the space from just looking at the floor plan. But also that must be 10 times harder looking at a development plan when you're not sure which one of the four properties to choose. Yep. There's so many factors that they have to consider. Um, Their lifestyle, which property is facing which direction. Um, And you can't necessarily get a feel for a, a property. There's not that instant gut reaction when you walk in through the door because there is no door. Yeah. So how do you support your clients through that? So say you've got a a development, it's got, they're the first one on the development. It's an exciting launch day. And the um, the buyer walks in and they love the, they love the location. They love the site. They want to work with you, um, but they've got to choose one of five. How do you support them to make the right choice? We break it down into a bit of a wish list. It's a write down 20 things, break it down to 10, but you might have to compromise on five. So what and type of things feature on the wish list? The biggest one is always the south-facing garden. But then equally, if you went west-facing, you still have as much sun. And things grow better because they're not burnt to a crisp. Often it's, it's really down to their lifestyle. Double bedrooms feature. Um, bedrooms off plan often look smaller, but it's, it's often we'll even get a tape measure out and we'll measure it on the floor. We'll measure our boardroom. Um, we can take people to other properties that might be finished that aren't a million miles from that development. Uh, we have lots of photographs. Uh, it's just real hand-holding. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it sounds like it's done in a really reassuring way to help them to have as much knowledge as they can. But if the house is, you know, in the time when the house isn't necessarily ready to view or get that feel from or make the decision you're helping them to kind of think outside the box, think about what they need, what they can achieve from each of the available units and which one's going to best align with their lifestyle. Most definitely. And we, we've we done this for such a long time now. We can pick up on the type of lifestyle 
we know the sort of questions to ask to find out if they entertain a lot, if they need a bigger dining room, if they have teenage kids that need decent sized bedrooms because they don't see them from Monday to Friday. Um, so we've, we sort of learn how to guide them through it. Um, but at the end of the day, it's not putting pressure on someone. Absolutely. So would you then say kind of the top five questions? So if somebody was about to go and look at a new development and decide which plot they wanted within the development, would you say thinking about position of the garden or the way the garden was facing? That does have a factor. Um, but then that also leaves you, if you had a south facing garden with a living room at the front of the property, you need to take into account that that's going to be north facing. So it's not just looking at the garden, it's looking at the aspect of the whole property. So really taking a very big step back and thinking through, how am I going to use each of the rooms in my house? Who is going to be in the house? What space do I need? And how am I going to use the outside space? Yeah, it's to suit them more than anything, um, because you often find that it's sort of the nation's top five, the double bedrooms, the double fronted house, uh, the double garage, the south facing garden. Um, but they might not actually suit your lifestyle. No, completely. And when somebody is buying off of plan, can they ever make kind of internal choices that are slightly different? So say somebody didn't want a built-in wardrobe and wanted a bigger bedroom, can they make those choices? Yeah, um, so it depends on the builder. Um, Some have a sort of tick list of what they won't do and what they will do. We're not bespoke but we probably offer a little bit more than maybe a national developer. Um, Certainly choosing kitchen colours, worktop colours, the tiles in the bathroom, um, maybe some extra lighting. Um, If they wanted something removed from the property, it's not normally an issue, but changing the structure, taking walls down, moving walls, that kind of things is something that it's very, very rare for a developer to do. But certainly personalising the colours, absolutely no problem at all. But it does have to be done by a certain build stage. Well, it sounds like they get so many choices to be able to really make it their own. Yeah, most definitely. Wow, it sounds amazing. And I can imagine that, um, you know, you're behind the scenes doing the research on like what tiles are going to be kind of coming into fashion and what colour taps and door handles and things like that. So they're not only able to choose, but they're actually getting choices that are really kind of forward thinking yes and cost effective um i would think so because if somebody was to upgrade an item they only pay the extra so they pay the extra over cost um which means they're not pulling paying the full amount for something like a a beautiful upgraded tile um or if they were having laminate workshop in a property they would only pay the extra for quartz And yeah, we try and change our choices every six months. So we'll go to the kitchen companies, ask what colours are selling, and we'll sort of try to keep up with the trends the best we can. Yeah, perfect. No, it sounds amazing. And um, with that in mind then, what would you say are kind of the top wins for somebody coming into buying a new build? What are the main benefits for somebody if they're considering buying a property and they're not sure whether to go for a new build or whether to go for a resale property, what are the main benefits that somebody would get from buying a new build, but also buying with you guys? I would say that the biggest thing is the warranty. You move into a new build and you know that you are looked after for two years. 
if something breaks, you know that we'll come out to fix it. That's a, a definite advantage. You know that everything in that house is new. It's a clean slate. It's choosing the kitchens. It's choosing all those items, if you get the opportunity to on the build stage, that you can personalize your property and there's no outlay once you've moved in. Um, I would say buying from us, obviously bias. Our site managers take a lot of care and attention to make sure that the properties are beautiful. We are a smaller developer, so you get maybe a more personal experience. Um, our developments are often smaller. We tend to build under 30 on a site. So you have a little bit more maybe of a community feel rather than a sort of development of a couple of hundred houses. And it is, it's having a little bit more choice maybe of, of the finishes of the property. Yeah, amazing. That's great. And where can people find out more about um, up and coming developments with yourself, Melanie, over at Imperial Homes? Yeah, I mean, we post everything onto our website, uh, which usually has a lot more detail, but our Instagram is usually slightly more reactive. So if we have a new site coming, we instantly post on there. Um, so we're at Imperial Homes LTD. Um, and it would be great to have people following us so that we could sort of keep sharing all the new bits that we're doing. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I can only imagine like the amount or I even know there's no imagining. I already follow you, Imperial Homes. Um, I know how much inspiration they're going to get from seeing the kind of stylings that you're putting in place in your new development and the work on your new developments for anybody who is looking for a new property or may have that kind of in their story at some point in the future, um, looking at kind of your Instagram and finding the um, other kind of new build homeowners Instagrams is going to be really inspiring, give them some really good ideas, but also the reassurance that, do you know what, don't listen to the myths and the horror stories. If you find yourself the right developer to work with, somebody who's going to trust you, somebody who's going to get to know you, somebody who's really going to help you create this amazing journey, buying a new build home can be so inspiring, so personalized and really help you to achieve the dream that you're looking for. Definitely. I mean, we have some of our staff that have even gone on to buy Imperial Homes. So that's usually the, the biggest sign that we're doing something right. Absolutely. That's definitely a winning sign. Any last tips that you would give to anybody who is looking at buying a new build property today who wants to make sure that they just have a really happy journey from initial interest to moving into their home? I think the biggest thing is to just enjoy the process. It can be really stressful, but take all the small wins. Enjoy really getting to know your sales negotiator. Ask the questions that you need to. Don't be afraid to answer any silly questions. There's no such thing. Um, and just build that level of trust with your developer. It will make life an awful lot easier. Perfect. No, that's an amazing tip. And, you know, I couldn't agree more with just ask as many questions. Find somebody that you trust. And if you want to know something, ask the questions. Put your nerves at well at ease because a lot of the time when you're buying a property when you're selling a property that unrest that anxiety all comes from a place where you you don't know the answer yeah. um so by working with somebody who you really trust to give you the answer that you're looking for is going to help to overcome that definitely i think just ask 
if we don't know the answer, we have a wealth of experts and they'll all be able to answer any of those questions. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Oh, I know that everybody is going to love to have listened to you today because you just, your kindness and your best wishes for all of your clients really just comes out. Um, So please do, everybody that's listening, go across, have a look, follow the Imperial Homes Instagram and just check out all of the wonderful developments that they have on at the moment, all of their previous developments, which are just going to be so inspiring um, and absolutely give them a follow. Thank you so much, Melanie. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you and I'll see you very soon. Thank you for listening to the Happy Home Sale Podcast. I really hope that you've enjoyed today's episode and that you've got some amazing tips and advice to take away. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you listen so that you can be sure not to miss our next episode because trust me, it's going to be equally filled with stories and jam-packed with advice. If you're selling your home and using any of the hints and tips from today, please use the hashtag, hashtag happy home sale. I love to see how you are all getting on and all of your success stories. So please do share. I've been your host, Natalie Evans, and you can follow me on social media at Natalie Evans UK or find out more about my work, natalieevansuk.com or littlebarndoor.com. UK. This podcast was produced by our friends at Emily Crosby Media.